The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 710. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is a free spirit creative and also the founder of Conscious Style, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Christina Vo. Christina, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Yes. Hi, I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm based in San Francisco. In the past few years, I have worked in the events industry and also simultaneously built a small floral design business. I also love to write and share and curate small events, mainly in my home around different topics, specifically for women. I'm temporarily kind of on hold with that because I'm going through a bit of a transitional free spirit moment where I'm feeling the need to be a little nomadic. So that's just of kind of where I am in my life right now. And I, I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about self-confidence and, you know, how to kind of help women navigate and really find their voice. Thanks for sharing that. And Christina, what's your cultural background? My, so my parents are both Vietnamese. My mom was actually born and raised in Cambodia, but, but of Vietnamese descent. And then her and my father met in medical school in Saigon. And then they both came to the States after, at the end of, after, at the end of the war. So I was brought up in the States and kind of moved around quite a bit. So also had a very nomadic upbringing and yeah, I've been in the Bay Area for the last eight years. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Christina, what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? I I just believe more to me when I thought more about, about self-confidence, it's more just a, the way I like to look at it is like really in a way of finding voice. So that's kind of what I, and I think it's, it's a very individual thing. What I've, what I've come to realize I'm turning 40 at the end of October, which is a big milestone for me. And it's, I've thought a lot about that. And it's actually really kind of in this year that I've really learned to, and I'm still learning to hone in my voice because I think self-confidence kind of can mean different things or can look differently in different contexts and relationships. So you might, one might feel very confident, for example, like early on in their career and do really well and whatever that means for that person, but then maybe not have as much experience in interpersonal relationships. So I think confidence is really about voice, really about knowing how to, what you think and feel in a certain situation. And then also like knowing how to articulate that and deliver it in a way that's not, not really forceful and demanding, or this is how it is, but more softer and confident really. And that this is, you know, this is what you believe, this is what you feel, but that you're not seeking some sort of external validation for whatever it is that you're trying to articulate or do. So for me, that like has come in very different, you know, like in my 30s, it was very much about creative confidence, actually, because I'd always felt that I was a creative person. I always done small things on the side, but I didn't really have ownership of it until actually I started working with flowers. And then yeah, and then and then I think I, you know, found my 
my style and and again like my voice when it turned when it came to came to creative expression and then there's like this subtle level of like peace with like who you are I think and and of course like now I still learn to navigate navigate that confidence in 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 relationships I think that's still an area that I mean I think we'll always be working on building our confidence but for me it's I've been working particularly this year about really saying what I think. I think what I've experienced is that a lot of a lot of people, not just women, kind of cover over what they're really thinking, if that makes sense. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, it's so true. Like, as women, it's really hard for us to find our voice and even expressing it. And, you know, just giving having the confidence to do that is can be nerve wracking and can be super scary. But once we can express who we really are and find that voice, like anything is truly possible. And, you know, we can do that in different platforms in many ways, something that really represents us as a person. So I think, you know, it's great that you're able to share what confidence is about and what your definition is. So thanks for sharing that. And Christina, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? I think it was very... So I think I've always known that I've had a strong sense of intuition, even when I even when I was younger and really young, like, you know, as a teenager and even in college. But I, I didn't understand my intuition. And I... As you introduced me, it's like I actually have always been a very free spirit and I've always had this nomadic spirit and I've always kind of made decisions quickly and then sometimes changed decisions quickly. But I've all I, I never I move on quickly as well. So I think it was challenging for me because I think I've always wanted to do things a little differently and I struggled with trying to be like in some sort of box. So I kind of teetered from like what I really wanted to be. I mean, this is like, I think I would say like mainly in my twenties, you know, and thirties, but thirties in a different way, what I really wanted to be. And then like who people wanted me to be. And then like who I was. So I think I kind of tried to stay like in the, in the middle of that. And actually it's not until now that I'm kind of like doing what, really fully doing and living and expressing myself in the ways that I want to. So I think prior to really finding my voice, I think I just, I needed a lot of approval. I needed to talk to friends and get their approval on what, you know, what I was doing and some sort of validation, really. I think I sought a lot of external validation from people. And so that involved a lot of talking and you know, calling people when I needed something or when I was going through something and wanting advice. And and part of that is normal and healthy to get feedback from other people and then incorporating feedback into into what we are, you know, thinking it be like, you know, we might have made a certain decision. And then I think it's it is great to get external feedback, but really we have to listen to what our voice is telling us. And that's sometimes hard with society and expectations that friends and family might have for us. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's something we all go through. You know, we all feel like we have to fit in some box or fit in some society, like some group, not realizing like we are all born differently. We all have different strengths and weaknesses and we can go out there and share what we have or what we can offer to the world. And what was that point in your life when you realized you can go out there and be who you are today, have that confidence? What was that aha moment? So the aha moment, I don't know if there was a really one moment. I mean, I think it was, I think it was subtle. Like, I think it was just a gradual strength, kind of like a muscle that was built over time. And again, it's all, and I also like to, to write and share a lot. So I think that's why I keep going back to voice because I do, I think it's really just about voice, you know, and I don't know. I mean, I guess right now there's a turning point in my life in the sense that 
I really think for like the first time, and I think it's it's a it's a contrast for what people are used to with me. Um, I think I usually share a lot all through writing. I have a, a, a private Facebook group for women. It doesn't, you know, has like a, a couple hundred women on it, mostly ma- mostly my friends. And for a while this year, probably for a few months, I was writing daily, and I really wanted to write and share and express myself. And then all of a sudden, I realized like I actually don't want to do that anymore because, or at least to, at the frequency that I that I was sharing. Because when you open yourself up in that way, you open yourself up to a lot of feedback and a lot of feedback that you might not need or want. And again, a lot of people, I think it's, you know, it's my responsibility because it's like when I'm sharing portions of my life, people are going to feel connected to me, which is why I wanted to do it. I want to feel that connection with people. But then the flip side is you get this additional feedback and input and questions. And, you know, right now I'm just at the point in my life where I'm really just enjoying like my solitude because I'm really learning to like listen to the sound of that voice. So last week I was, you know, in in Joshua Tree alone for for four days. And it was one of the most beautiful getaways that I've ever had, like just to be in the desert by yourself. And I could really feel myself. I mean, I, I think just because the, you know, the desert is so beautiful and expansive, there was just something about the grounding nature of the land that really allowed me to, to feel myself and hear myself. And I didn't, I didn't talk to, I was working, but I didn't talk to any, any friends the entire week. And I, you know, I text a few people, but not really lengthy discussions. And then you know, you just kind of realized actually like how much you already have, how much knowledge and wisdom and really everything, everything that you need, all the answers, you know, that one seeks, it's like they're actually all there inside when you can sit with yourself and really listen to yourself. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I like how you mentioned enjoying your solitude, right? Because a lot of people don't like being in their own company. You know, they feel weird. They feel like it's not normal. But, you know, we have to be our own best friend. And the only way to do that is to do things for ourselves, you know, whether it's to go on a retreat or, you know, go to a restaurant by yourself or you just need that me time. Um, It really helps us learn who we are and what we are capable of, what our strengths and weaknesses are. And we learn to understand ourselves a bit more and, you know, kind of dig deep down and realize like what's been hurting us, what's been helping us. So I think, you know, that's really important. And, you know, because of that, what's your life been like now? Well, I just got back um, recently and I'm still, I think I'm still, I think I'm going to be in this process because I also just started a new, a new job that I'm focused on. So I think right now I'm kind of in, still in that, like, so I'm actually back, you know, in San Francisco and, you know, have a lot of people who I want to connect with around here, friends and, and, you know, a community, but I feel like my time from now until probably the end of the year, it's like, it's kind of like a, I don't know, it feels like a, like a little incubation period. I, I don't feel this need for a lot of connection with others. Like, I think I'm just, you know, I just feel busy, but like, just kind of happy, like doing what I'm doing, because I also notice I've been really sensitive to how people ask questions and why people ask questions. And there was really something that probably it didn't just happen in Joshua Tree, but probably subtly over the year where I became more aware of kind of the feeling, the feeling that I get from people when I'm communicating, when they're communicating with me and I'm communicating with them. And, and especially like over the phone or in person there, there's, I can, I can sense, and I might not always be right, 
I'm more sensitive to the intention behind somebody's question. So what I realize is that because we're like in this like hyper communicative world now where, you know, we're texting all the time and like messenger and email and everything like people in general, we, we people in general, I feel like we need to slow down and pay attention to how we're communicating. And oftentimes I feel when I'm asked questions, it's not, it's not, I don't feel sincerity coming through. I feel like this nosy curiosity that doesn't feel good. That's kind of like, where are you going now? Or why are you going there? Or why did you change your plan? Not not like a curiosity that's like, oh, you know, I thought you were going to Santa Fe, Christina. You know, I'm, I'm just curious, like what, you know, what's going on? Like, why did you decide to, to change to another place? It's just it's more this like kind of intense way of like, oh, or or even like, why are you going? Like, I don't understand how why, like, I don't understand why you're living your life this way. So it's there's a subtle judgment that I sometimes feel. So yeah, I think I'm just kind of like learning to just be on my journey right now and not letting other people influence that or have their opinions about that. And I actually like have only told, I think, a handful, maybe like five people where I'm actually going in October. And I thought about that too. I'm like, what if I tell like only those like maximum 10 people where I'm staying for the month of October? <laughs> it just, it, it sounds like, it feels like like a really beautiful way to like kind of gift myself, you know, a, a gift for my 40th birthday. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, it's it's great that you're able to do something that, you know, makes sense for you, but it doesn't always have to make sense for other people. And that's fine, right? I mean, we're in all in our own journey for a reason. And, you know, just because it doesn't make sense for somebody else and they want to know why you're doing this or doing that doesn't mean you have to be pressured to answer it or just, you know, you can be like, this is my journey. This is what I want to do. This is something that I feel like I have to do in order to grow as a person. So I think that's great what you're doing. And if our listeners were listening to your episode and they're in a similar journey to self-confidence, what would be that one tip you would give to them? I would say continue to hone and refine their voice. Continue to sort of, you know, what I've been sharing is like sit in solitude more, you know, travel alone, even if it's just like a night, you know, get a get a hotel room in another city, drive someplace, go out to dinners by yourself. Like I actually last year did that a lot I and mean, kind of kind of like date yourself in a way, like court yourself, get to know yourself. And if that requires going to different environments, do that. And I think another thing, I think another challenge is that we don't have very many role models for, we don't have very many like strong, well, I mean, I'm sure there are many people who are living like lives that we don't know about, but like, I think, you know, in society, we don't really, we don't really put people on a pedestal that are like, oh, I'm, you know, single and, and don't have kids. And I'm actually like really happy. Like our society doesn't, especially a woman my age, you know, I just did another podcast interview about this. And it was really kind of about being like childless and single at 40. And it's like, you know, then you kind of have to look at it. It's like, if that's what, you know, I, I, I do believe that we all have like a purpose in life. And for some that very, that may be like, that they're going to, raise a beautiful family and raise, you know, wonderful children and have that kind of picture. For others, it's going to be like, okay, I might, you know, have periods of life where I'm in a partnership and I might have periods of life where I'm single. And my journey may be more about, you know, that time, the lessons that I need to learn when I'm alone. And then maybe my gift is to share that with other people and, and show an example of that, you know, there are other ways that we can live that that are very satisfying 
that are kind of outside societal's expectation of what one's life should look like. So, I mean, I would just, my, I guess my one piece of advice would be just to continue to explore yourself, all the nooks and crannies and all the, even the scary part. And then like, in my opinion, everything, everything's easy because you have, you know, you're, you just are in the flow of, of your life. Thanks for sharing that tip. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Yeah, so my my website and also Instagram, it's, it's um, Conscious Style. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Christina, you can also head on over to the com and search for Christina's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Christina today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Christina. Thank you, Sheena. Not a problem. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. Want to learn how you can use podcasting to market your business? Download your free report by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.